nine lines from the bottom at the two dots, Bifnei Bastin. So the uh, next phrase in the Mishnah, which was at the top of this Amud, was in the presence of Bastin. What's that coming to tell us? Prat that would be to the exclusion of some guy who sold everything he has, and then went to see to this issue uh, in the court. Okay. Um, that's the case. Um, Basin is not going to seize from the people that he sold his assets to. Really? Asked the Gemara. Shmami now, should we conclude from here then a general rule that Alava umachar nechasav, that if somebody borrowed money from Bob, I borrowed $100,000 from Bob, then Machar, I sold everything I have, Nechasav, all my stuff, and then Bob comes to Basin and say, Horowitz owes me a ton of money, ain't Basin, Goyvin Loy Mehen? Basin's not going to collect from the people who bought my assets? That's the whole concept of a lien. Like, like of course they will. Ella, so we have to refine our understanding. I squeal underline the Ella. What does the Mishnah mean when it uses the term Bifne Basin in the presence of Basin? Ah, what it means is a professional basin, as opposed to Ella Prat, to the exclusion of if the case was uh, tried or dealt with, Basin Shel Hedyotis. There's a difference between a basin Shel Hedyotis. Now, Hedyotis doesn't mean uh, country bumpkins. What it means is people without halachic smicha, which is something that uh, even now we might not necessarily have. Um, it has to be in a basin of people who have halachic smicha, the ability, therefore, to paskin on things like uh, knasos, etc., the Mishnah's next phrase was al pi edim uh, via uh, witnesses. Okay, well, what would be the exclu- case that is coming to exclude? Prat beknas the edim shu to the exclusion of if the court knows the uh, uh, the the fellow admitted that what he did was chayva kanas. We know in general when the one who would have to pay admits that he did something that would be chayva kanas, that he doesn't have to pay. What happened? He admitted, and then five minutes later, Adim came into Bastin and testified to it, he would still be putter from paying. Well, that's actually a point of machlokas, and therefore, hanicha, I squiggle underline the word hanicha, and I also squiggle underline the word ella, which is the last word on the next line. Hanicha lemandamar, maidibiknas, ba'achrak ba'edim, that in that type of case, he would be putter. Kama, ella lemandamar, the other opinion who says, even though the guy was modibiknas, he admitted he gave the kanas, okay, he admitted he did something that would be chayiv kanas. He'd be putter. But then, if achachach ba'o edim, witnesses, two witnesses come afterwards and testify, he'd be chayiv ma'ikala meimar. Well, what would you need uh, this phrase for the al piedim? Well, according to that approach, the phrase al piedim is needed for that which comes after it in the Mishnah. Seifa itzri Here's a forward quote from the continuation of the Mishnah on the top of Yudalad Amud Beis b'nei chayrin u'b'nei bris. Okay, B'nai Chayrin, that the witnesses have to be free men, men of the uh, similar covenant. Well, what's that coming to exclude? Well, B'nai Chayrin, I underline the Me'ute Avadim, to the exclusion of slaves, uh, they cannot be the ones to testify, and Kama B'nai Bris, co-religionists, uh, co-covenant members, I underline that, that's the Me'ute, to the exclusion of Avdi Gentiles. V'tzricha, and you need to tell me both, that Avadim, no, and Gentiles, no, because if you only would have told me known uh, one of them, I wouldn't necessarily have known the other. Tzricha, di'i yashmina, and I squiggle underline di'i yashmina. Eved, if you would have only told me that an Eved is not good to testify, you know why? I would have thought to say, Eved mishum de'in lo yachas. He doesn't have any yichus, and Eved has no cons, there's no idea when you're dealing with slaves that they come from a particular family or group. 
Aval Nachri, when it comes to a Gentile, although they might not have like a good Jewish Yichus, there's still the Yeshlo Yachas. We assume that uh, Skeeter, if he grew up in Bob's house, he's Bob's son. Ama Lo, I might have thought, no, that that wouldn't be the case. Maybe we give some sort of more significance to him, and, and his testimony would be valid in a court. Viashminan, I squiggle on this Viashminan, if it would have told us the other way, Nachri, that a Gentile is not good, Mishum Del Shayap and Mitzvah. He has maybe the seven mitzvahs, but no significant mitzvah responsibility. Aval and Eved, remember, even a Gentile, but if he's owned as an Eved by a Jew, he becomes Shayach and Chayav and Mitzvahs, and a similar level of a woman to Shayach and Mitzvahs, hey, Maloi, why did thought maybe? No, no, maybe we would accept his testimony. Therefore, Tzricha. Ladies are also included when it comes to damages. In other words, if a lady is damaged or does damage, she'll be um, responsible. Menahanimili, where do we know this from? Amrav Yudam Rav Achein Tana Be Bishmal. I underline the Tana Debe Bishmal. Two lines later, at the end of the line, is Debe Rebelazar. I underline that. Two lines below that, in the middle of the line, is Debe Chizkia and Rabbi Yosiaglili. So we're going to be presented now um, with three. Bryces, each one of them pointing out that a particular uh, pasuk or phrase in the Chumash includes ladies into the general uh, uh, concept of um, Jewish people who are shyach to various responsibilities and mitzvahs. So here we go. Tanabir Bishmal, this is a two line Brysa. Amar Kra. The pasuk says, it's regarding, in, that's Bamid uh, Parakir, regarding a Karban, somebody who uh, swore falsely, and it introduces it by saying, Ish, Oi, Isha, that's a man or a woman, Kiyasu Mikol Chatois, etc. That's the end of the Pasuk. Continues the Brysa, Hishva, Hakasuv, Isha, Leish. The verse in the Pasuk is equating man and woman, Lechol, Oinshin Shabitar, and I put a diamond around Oinshin for all. Punishment. So then anything that someone could get a punishment for women are just as shayach to as men. Debe Rebbe Lazartan, another price of this one, also two lines. Pasuk Shmois. Ve'ela ha-mishpatim, and these are the statues, the laws asher tasim that you should place before who? Before the men? No, lifnehem. Um, and I squeal underline lifnehem in the presence of all of them, the men and the women. What's the Pasuk telling us? Hishva, hakasov, isha le'ish, the verse is equating Jewish womankind to Jewish mankind. Lechol, dinin, shebetar, the same way I marked einshin, I marked dinin. In other words, anything that has to do with dinay mamanas, monetary law, um, women are, are just as shayach as men. That's the end of that, Bryce. And finally, the Bechizkiv Rabbi Yisrael it's exactly a two-line Bryce. Amar Kra, the Pasuk says, uh, ish oy isha. you have a, uh, a shore that uh, 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 gores and kills either a man or a woman. Oh, man or woman, that's right. The verse equates uh, woman and man. And I noted the word misais the same way we did three lines ago, dinin, the same way we did two lines before that, oinshin. For all misas, anything. Um, death-related, that there's a death caused or that there's a death penalty for. In other words, we see a, a general trend now, these uh, three prices, men and women are um, certainly shayach similar, uh, in similar ways. They, they're just as responsible. The you have to tell me by all three that men and women, because if you wouldn't have told me by uh, one of them, you wouldn't necessarily, if you would have only told me by one of them or maybe even two of them, you wouldn't necessarily know the others. Vitzrichi, here we go. De I squiggle and on the word de. If Ashmin and Kamais, we were only told the first um, pasuk that um, uh, all onshin shebetara hasam who you know why over there ladies are like men 
Dechas Rahmana Allah, the uh, Torah, the Merciful One, is um, pitiful. Uh, it, 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 it feels bad for her. Because you want to be able to, is that she, not only men in this world, but even women in this world can have a kapara. Now, if they did something wrong, they're either going to get oinish in the next world or they're going to get oinish in this world. Much better to get oinish, so to speak, kapara in this world. And women are included. That's why women are included. Avaldinin, in general, for most of uh, human history, it might be a little bit different these days, but uh, women weren't out there. They weren't wheeling and dealing. And, and therefore, you might have thought when it comes to um, monetary law, ish uh, de bar masa umatan in he the man is the one who's usually uh, hawking and selling and buying. Maybe he's the one who's shy to the halachas of din aval isha. Maybe lo, you would have thought she's not, and therefore you had to tell me about isha also. She's just a shy to all the laws of um, monetary issues. The nice we around the word to eat. If we were told dinin that women just like men are shayach in the halachas of uh, monetary issues, well. That's obvious. She has to be able to live. Otherwise, people wouldn't sell things to her, sell her on credit. They wouldn't, she wouldn't be able to, to live. Aval kapara. If it's the issue of getting kapara in this world, well, ish de bar mitzvah in. A, a man who has a full plate of mitzvah responsibilities, he would be shayach. Aval uh, uh, isha, however, a woman to love bas mitzvah relative to a man. She has less mitzvah responsibility. Maybe, maybe we can say she wouldn't even need the kapara. I would have thought, lo. Okay, that's what he had to tell me both by Oinshin and by Dinit. V'i, Ashmin, and I squiggle underline the word V'i. If we were told Hani Tarti by those two, Hachamishum Kapara, well, kind of they both make sense because uh, one gets her a Kapara, the Hachamishum Chiyusa, the other one lets her live to be able to buy and sell uh, uh, with a reasonable security. Kamavala Inyan Kitala, when it comes to like halachas that come as a result of uh, uh, death of uh, something, like when the uh, ox gored and killed the person, I would have thought maybe that the ox owner has to pay when the ox killed a human being who was a Ish, a Jewish man, to bar mitzvah. Mishalem Kaifer. So that's when he has to pay the Kaifer, the ox owner. Isha, however, a woman, as important as she may be, she's not as Shaykh Amis as maybe low, he wouldn't have to pay the ox owner the Kaifer. That's what I would have thought. And yet we're told that he does. Then why not just teach Kaifer? Why not just teach the case that if an ox kills a man or a woman, the owner of the ox has to pay the Kaifer? I would say there, well, that's like the heaviest of heavy issues. That's where Somebody was killed. Avalhani Tarti, the other two issues, the Lake Ibu Nishamba, they might be important. Uh, monetary law, different uh, relatively light punishments, but there was no death involved. Himaloi might have thought not. Therefore, Tsricha, it's necessary in all three uh, issues to be told that uh, no, women are just like men, just as Shaykh. The Mishnah continued and said, Hanizak Vahamazik Bitashlumen. Those are the last three words of the Mishnah on the top of the previous Amud that uh, apparently the uh, one who was damaged and the one who did the damage have some sort of share in uh, what's paid. Okay, Itmar, this leads us to a very interesting sugya, chatzin nezek. So we know this concept of chatzin nezek by uh, Karen usually. Um, uh, if a ox gores and it was a tam, it pays chatzin nezek. Well, how, how is that chatzin nezek? So we know if it, nothing gets paid, it's a nothing. If a full payment gets paid, that's a mumman. How do you look at chatzin nezek? Palganizka, colon. Machlokas. Rapapa will underline Amar Mamaina. Rav Huna Brader Vishul underline Amar Kanasa. Uh, we'll go over each one of these opinions right now. 
Rav Papa, who I circled now, Amar Mamayna, and I squiggle underline Mamayna. In other words, it's a mominous payment. It, it makes logical sense. It's a compensation that should be paid. It's not a kanas. Now, you might ask, what difference does it make if it's mamun or kanas? You still have to pay the same amount. Yeah, but there is that one underlying issue that a moda be kanas is pater. Unlike a mominous payment, that if someone comes to court and admits, yeah, I owe that payment, that's mummon, he still has to pay it. But if he admits in court before there's been any testimony that he owes a kanas payment, he's actually put from paying that. So it makes a big difference if you look at Chatzin Nezik as being mummon or kanas. So Rabbi Papa holds this a mummon payment. Now, if it's a mummon payment, why is it that he doesn't pay the entire amount of the damages? Kesavar, well, he's of the opinion, Stam Shvarim, the typical ox, la bechez or kaimi, is not really assumed that it is able to be uh, watched. In other words, it's not common, but it's not uncommon that it will gore. And really, then, ubedin hu, boy lishlumi kule, the owner of the ox, if it damages, even though it was a tam, should really have to pay the whole damages. Verachmonahu dechasaleh, and the Torah, the merciful one in the Torah, was uh, um, um, pitiful, had pity on him, because after all, it's not like he had a sure muah that has already done it before. It's a short time, and therefore, okay, he gets off paying half, but it's still a mum in payment. Whereas Rafuna Braju Vishu, who we circled, Amar, Kenasa, I squiggle underline Kenasa, it is a Kenas payment. The way he looks at this situation is different. Kesavar, Stam Shvarim, a regular shore. Tom, you could assume that they'll basically behave, they'll basically be watched, they're not going to damage. And really, since that's the case, it, uh, logic would dictate that the owner, if something does happen and it, it does damage, he wouldn't have to pay anything. And it's the merciful one in the Torah that consents, give a kanas to the owner, even though really he should not pay anything. We're going to say he has to pay half, Nezek, so that he will properly watch and guard his Sure, Tom. Period. Okay, so we have Machlokas. Is it Mammon or is it Knas? I put a triangle around this word Tanan. The Gemara is going to bring one, two, three, four different Tanaic sources, all of which will uh, seem to indicate that Chatsi Nezik is actually Mammon and not Knas. So we'll see what we do with each one. So tonight I put a triangle around this word Tanan. On the third of the wider lines, in the middle of the line, there's another Tashma. I put a triangle on that Tashma. The last term on the page is Tashma. I put a triangle around that. And uh, let's say about eight lines down on Ahmed Bey's first word on line is Kula. In the middle of that line is a Tashma. I put a, a triangle around that. So we should have four triangles. Um, four times the Gemara is going to bring uh, Tanaic source material, uh, each time it's going to seem like uh, Chatzinezik must be uh, Mammon, which would be a question on the opinion that Chatzinezik is Knas. So here's the first one, it's not. Um, our Mishnah, three-word uh, quote in right angles, Hanizak v'hamazik bitashlumen. Sounds like uh, both the one who was damaged and the one who did the damage have to have some sort of a share in the payment for it. Okay, sounds like both of them are losing something in the Tashlumen. Um, okay, which sounds like uh, one of them has to pay half damages and the other one loses the half uh, damages. So, Bishlama is squiggling on the Bishlama. All is well according to the Mandamar who says that Palganizka Chatzinezik is a Mamon payment. Hainu Jishayach Nizak Tashlumen. Then it makes sense. Like, really, the one who was damaged should get a full payment. He doesn't. He only gets a half payment. He's losing half a payment. That's where we see the Nizak, the one who was uh, damaged, 
having to, so to speak, be involved in giving up something from the Tashlumen. El, I squealer on the Ella. Elamanda Marpalgan is a kanas. It's like a, basically a total freebie. It's like free money. Uh, hashta. One second now. De lavdi de shakel, even what he's taking is not really, like, legally, uh, strictly speaking, uh, uh, his. Um, betashlumin isay, and then you're gonna view him as having to, to put something in a pot. Seems like everything he's getting is, uh, freebie because Hashem says there's such a thing as a kanas. Well, says the Gemara, no. Lo nitzucha ella, lepachas nevela. That which we say that the nizak also, so to speak, loses something, that's referring to the Pachas Nevela. That is the depreciation in the value of his dead animal from the time the incident happened till the time that the court case happened. That is a loss that he himself will have to uh, cover. So the Gemara says, one second. Pachas Nevela, Hatanale Reisha. We already um, included that with a earlier uh, mission in the fir- first parak here when it said, uh, I think the mission was on Daf Tess and we darshened it on uh, Daf Yud. Two words in right angles, Tashlume Nezek, which teaches us, Melamed, Shehabailim, Metaplim, Benevela. Okay, so uh, there is a uh, Pachas Nevela issue, but it had already been stated. Well, the truth is true. It was stated back in the Mishnah and Daftes, and also, though, in our Mishnah, because you need it to be stated twice, Chada Betam, Chada Muad. Once, which would tell me, in the case, if the shore was a short Tam, and another, if the shore was a shore Muad, Vetzricha, you need to tell me both, because if you would have only told me one, I would not necessarily have known the other. Di'i Yashminan, I squiggle in line, Yashminan. And one line later, I also squiggle in line, Yashminan. We'll see each side. If we were only told, Yashminan, Tam Mishum De Akati Lo Iyoid. Maybe I would have thought that's because because listen, it wasn't yet like officially assumed that it should have been able to do damage. It was a muad. Aval muad. When it comes to a muad, I might have thought, Ema lo, that that wouldn't be the case. Viashminan, I squeal on this viashminan. And if we were told by muad, Mishum de Kamishalem Kule, I would have thought, yeah, over there, because you know why he has to absorb the Pachas Nevela? Because he's paying all of it. Aval tam, if the animal is only a tam, Emalo, he's only getting his half damages. Therefore, Srichad has to be told by both cases that the Pachas Nevela, that's the depreciation in the value of the dead animal from the time the incident happened until the actual court sought to it and assessed it, has to be the responsibility. So that, that's the uh, burden of the Nizat, the one who was damaged. Okay, Tashma, we try again another triangle, a second one. This is a uh, Tanaic source. This Tanaic source is the following. It goes for just over a line. Ma ben tam muad. What difference is there? This was an ox, that's an ox. So what difference is there? Well, shatam mishalem chatsi nezek mi gufoi, umuad mishalem nezek shalem min haliyah. A tom will pay, no matter how much damage a tom does, the chatsi nezek that he's paying cannot exceed the value of the animal that did the damage itself. So if there was an enormous amount of damage done by a tom animal, the most that tom animal would be able or have uh, responsibility to pay for is up to its own value. Kama umuad, as opposed to muad, mishalem nezek shalem pays full damages min haliyah, regardless of how much the shore is worth. The, that, that shore that did the damage, that's a muad, could be worth $1,000, but if the damage is $10,000, the owner is high for all $10,000. That's the aliyah. Now, that's the end of the snake source. If, however, it was so, the im isa, says the Gemara, the chatzinezek was a kanas, then it should elicit off another distinction in the just quoted snake source, listening nami ha. There should be another difference between tam and muad. Tam ain't a mishalmal piatzmai, muad mishalmal piatzmai. That a tam 
if it is indeed a kanas, would not, the responsible party would not have to pay if he came clean and admitted, because Moda B'Kanas is Pater, whereas a Muad, he would still have to pay. Why well, didn't say that? Well, you know why I didn't say that? Because it also left out another issue. And any uh, list that leaves out at least two or more issues uh, doesn't have to include everything in the list. Tana, one issue was taught. Veshir, and another thing was left out. And that other thing has to have at least two issues that were left out. So the Gemara asks, as it always does, my shear to high shear. Well, what was the other thing left off of this list that was left off the list that we could say the first thing was left off? Well, shear, you know what it left off? Chatsi. Kofer. Chatsi Kofer is also a distinction where a muad that uh, kills a person has to pay the Kofer payment to the uh, heirs of the deceased, whereas a Tom doesn't even have to pay a Chatsi Kofer. That's the distinction. Now, I believe what's going on over here, based on the uh, Tysis, is that according to the other Mandamer who says Chatsi Nezek is Mamain, that it makes sense that it wouldn't list uh, Chatsi, uh, m- m- that Mishalom al Piatzmai uh, is, he doesn't have to do it if it's a Tom, and by Moody does because it's a Mamun uh, payment. So that, that there wouldn't be that distinction. Any Mamun payment, he. Al Piazmai still has to pay. Well, then this last issue of Chatsi Koifer, what would we do with? So to that, the Gemara says, as far as that's lav shiurahu. That's not considered a leave out, and it wouldn't be a issue for the mandamer holds chatzinezik is mamun hamani because that opinion can say who's the author of this Tanaic source that we quoted three lines ago. Rabbi Yossi Aglili he da'amar tam indeed actually does mishalim machatzi kofer he would pay a chatzi kofer and that would fit into the tam mishalim chatzi and the mod mishalim shalim tashma we try again another Tanaic source. This one goes for about a line and a half. Starts here. Hey, me shari es plani, o shoros plani. If a person comes in and says to the court, well, my ox that I was responsible for killed uh, Bob or killed Bob's ox, hareza mishalem, um, he will have to pay, even though the case was that this was alpi atzmai. Now, alpi atzmai, he's basically being moida. Now, if it's a moment payment, fine, but should we not say suggests the Gemara now, comma, connector, my love, betam, that the animal that he's telling the court about, his animal that killed someone, killed someone's ox, is a tom, and if it's a tom, he was just moda bekanas, but we say he still has to pay. See, a moda bekanas does have to pay. Well, lo, bemuad. No, the animal he was uh, talking about was a muad animal. Okay, well, then let's make a diuk. Aval tom, my, what would we say if his animal that he told the court about was a tom? Question mark, comma, connector. Hachinami, Dein, Mishalom al Piatzma. Are we going to say that then he, like, he wouldn't have to pay because Motibikanas is Pater? Well, Ihachi, if that indeed was the case, then Adetani Seifa, instead of the Seifa of the above snake source, which we'll see right now, the Seifa goes for about a line and a half saying, here's the Seifa. He wants to bring out the distinction uh, to the case where he would actually not have to pay if he was moda. Um, if he says, Hamis shayri es avdoi shel plaini, uh, he says, listen, my ox, uh, I'm sorry to say it, actually uh, Gordon and killed um, Leroy, the Eved 
of uh, of Maishi. Now everyone agrees that the fifty payment for the Evid is definitely a kanas. Uh, there, what do we see? Uh, if he came and admitted he was moda, ein mishalem al then he does not have to pay based on his own admission. Why would it have to? The Tanaic source, which just ended, have to bring that as the. Uh, case to bring out the distinction. Lift like Vilisni bid D day. The Gemara says, let the distinction have been brought out in a case more similar to the opening case. And it should have said like this. Here's a suggestion. It should have said, here's a, a line in uh, one word. When is it that he pays al piyazmai? Be muad. That's an assured muad, which that's apparently what we're saying we're talking about there. Why not say that? Well, very simple. Answers the Gemara because the Tanaic sources that we were discussing above are not dealing with a Tom. They're all dealing with and only with Kulab and Muad Kamairi. So he wouldn't bring in Tom because it's all a discussion within Muad animals. Tashma, a fourth triangle, last one in their series. This is Tanaic source, goes for just over a line and a half. Zahaklal. This is the general rule. Kolam is Shalem. Yoiser, I squiggle underline the word Yoiser. Anyone who, uh, because of something they did, some damages, has to pay more almashahizik, more than his actual, like the real assessed damages are. That, by the way, is another way of saying it's a kanas, and therefore, he will not have to pay if he himself was the one who came and admitted it to the court. That would be like, mm, he was mighty kanas, be potter. Now, that's the end of the Tanaic source. All we know is that if the amount he's going to have to pay would be more than the damages, then he's not Mishalom al Piatzmai. Gumar tries to make a diuk. My love, ha, I circled the word ha. This is the diuk. Ha, Are we to say then, apparently, what it's uh, implying is that if he's paying less than the actual damages, oh, like maybe the chatsi nezek that he pays, the chatsi knas, Mishalem, and that would seem to indicate once again that a Chatzinezek is as uh, a mammon payment, not a kanas, because if it was a kanas, he apparently wouldn't have to pay, but yet the diuk here is that he does have to pay. So no, the Gemara says that's an incorrect diuk to make, low, comma, and I circle this word, ha, ha, a kema shehizik mishalem. A non-kanas is when it's the exact amount. So if it's more, or less, but ha, if he has to pay exactly the amount, which is the equivalent of the damages he caused, then uh, he would have to pay even if he admitted it. Well, then one second, if it was less, what do we say? Question mark, that he would not If that was the case, the Tanaic source that we just quoted three lines ago could have been said more clearly. Instead of teaching it as, here's what it actually said, like, for those who can't look up five lines, that's the end of the right angle. Well, here's a suggestion of what would have been a more precise way to teach it. Listen, it could have said, that anyone who's not paying exactly that which he damaged. In other words, if he's paying more or he's paying less, which connector, that would imply somebody who'd possibly be paying less, and also imply maybe more, and yet it didn't teach it that way. Apparently, then, this is a tiyuvta to Rav Huna. Braid Rav Yoshua said, Chatzinezek is knas. Interesting enough, the Gemara turns right around and says, Vehilchasa, Palganizka Chatzinezek is 
knas, which is very strange. We just hewed to that opinion, and then we paskin like that, halacha in which case the Gemara asks, what's going on here? Tiyuvta v'hilchasa? You upshlug a opinion, and then paskin the halacha like it? That's right, says the Gemara, in, and here's the uh, logical background. Time am I have yet tiyuvta? Well, one second, why was it that we concluded with the Tiyuvta two lines ago, Mishum Deloi Ketani, because the snake source didn't say, Well, it couldn't say that, because that wouldn't actually be 100% accurate, and that's why it didn't say it. Lo psikale, that phrase, lo psikale, is it, it would not have been consistently accurate in the, the Tanaic sources, the Mishnahis, the Brises are very, very precise with the, uh, the terms they use. Why would it not have been consistently accurate, because there is another case, there is another case of where pebbles that are uh, shot out as the animal is walking along, connect to Hilchasa Gemiri Ladimamainuhu. We actually have a Lach even though it's a Chatzinezik payment, we have a Halach Lamaishamisinai that it actually is a Mammon payment. That's why Mishum Hachi Laikitani, that it didn't teach itself as Kemashe Hizik, but rather only um, Yosra Masha Hizik, period. Okay, says the Gemara. Hasha Damris, now that we have said that Palganizka is a Kanas, seems like we've concluded that, then Haikalba Dachal Imra, if you have a doggy that eats a. Um, like a big sheep or a shunra cat, that eats a, a big uh, rooster. Mishuna, who that is definitely considered unusual. And since we're in Bavel, they don't have the halachic smicha tradition from Eretz Yisrael, so they don't judge cases that have to do with kanas. Those uh, cases are not judged and dealt with and collected on in Bavel. Kama, a qualification now. Honey mealy, that's be ravravi, big sheep or big um, uh, rooster. If they're a little sheep or a little rooster, who it's actually common for the dog or the cat to attack and kill them. Now, if the one who had the damage done to him, he's not entitled to go to court for this case, but let's say he seizes some asset, which is the equivalent of what he was owed to him, if theoretically we weren't able to take it to court, we're not going to take that asset away from him. Amar. If the Nizak didn't do that and is uh, standing on his principle and he wants to take a trip to Israel uh, and uh, deal with it in the courts over there, which were still functioning at that time and we're dealing with cases of Kanas, V. Amr, if the Nizak says, Kavuli Zimna, I want you, uh, court over here, local in Babylonia, to set a time for me and this other uh, character to uh, go to an Israeli court, to Azilna, that will go to Eretz Yisrael, Kavinale, we set that court date for him. If the mazik who was responsible for the damage uh, doesn't go to Israel at that court uh, set time and date, we will put him in cherem, we will excommunicate him. And the truth is, we in Bava will actually, in the interim, also give him a type of cherem, a type of shamtan excommunication, until he gets rid of that um dog or that cat that, that kills other animals because it's dangerous. And we know that he has to get rid of that uh, dog or cat that would uh, kill something else. Desanya, like the following three-line brysa, uh, with this we'll conclude. How do you know that a person should not grow, uh, raise in his home kelevra, uh, uh, evil dogs that, that kill things? And also he shouldn't stand up a yamid a sulam ra'ua, a rickety, shaky ladder in his house. Basically, don't be responsible for causing something that could very well cause damage to someone else. How do we know that? 
like the Pasuk says, so that you won't be responsible for the blood in your household. That's the end of the Raisa Adkan.